0: I remember a time before the Cascade dried up. Here in Vertistello, the four nations of plant and bug people flourished and thrived. But the great waterfall that fed the land slowed to a trickle, revealing a vast salt sea and unknown islands. The only guide were the words of the 13 dried carvings. The water will slow to fall, but the tides are turning. Find the infinite lake to replenish the world and discover the salmon who will grant you a wish of whatever you desire. This marks the beginning of the tide, as many green folk hauled on the ships to find the infinite lake and maybe riches, adventure, excitement, and purpose along the way. And what exactly is a salmon? Is that a berry? That was 50 years ago, and the tide rushes forward ever still, there are many stories caught on the wind between sails, but why don't we hear just one? Of a butterfly gunman with clipped wings, a ripened and explosive piece of produce, and a witch made out of tea. This is Join the Party, Campaign 3, The Rising Tide!
1: I'll see you a as-
0: If you had, like, an adventure log, a quest log, there would be, like, a new marker that pops up, like, ten leagues away that's, like, bullseye games happening in... 50 hours. Orello got it to you late because he's a bad mailman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well,
2: who gave him that job?
0: Dress for the job you want.
2: <laughs> Just because you put on the clothes doesn't mean that's your job now.
0: And then Arello turned around and there's a flap on the back that like the old timey uh, pajamas, like the butt flap. Uh-uh. And there's a butt flap <laughs> on the mailman's outfit.
3: Listen, I didn't want to be the first one to say butt flap in the first minute of our podcast, but, you know, (laughs) uh, I'm just saying, I was thinking it too. Yeah. This is still the night before where we
0: left off the last episode. You have, like, more than two days to get to the Bullseye games. And inside of the letter that Troy received, there's a cool treasure map. You know, there's one of those dotted lines that goes in a big loop that doesn't really, it's not very helpful. But it does tell you where... where,
2: I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. Uh, Do we know where the games are located? That's a great
1: question. Yes, I can tell you. Was there a return address on the envelope?
2: Or, I mean, it's on the map. So do we recognize either what island or... Or what land these games are taking place on? You know,
0: why don't you all give me uh, what kind of checks? I think these would be history.
2: Oh, my God. Guys, a fucking nat 20. I've been there.
3: Incredible. Jesus. Good, because Troy got a six. Yeah, I got a nine. <laughs> these dice are amazing. Oh, Hell yeah, Julia.
1: Julia, I just want to tell you, for the first half a millisecond when you throw a dice... I can't ever tell if it's a great
0: thing or a horrible thing.
2: Yes, my face, bro. I <laughs> you know
0: face. Well, uh, Julia Shavini, hey, it just so happens with 20, you have been there before. Oh, wonderful! To Small Key Stadium. This is based on something called Henningsvar Stadium, which is the most remote stadium in the world. It's basically up on the Arctic Circle, uh, where there is a soccer field that is on like a one of those like. Arctic Circle Islands, Mm -hmm. like, up in Norway. But basically, like, there is a soccer field that's on this, like, rocky island that's attached to, like, a fishing village all on this, like, very rocky archipelago.
3: Yeah, it's like you took a beach jetty and placed, like, a square of astroturf on it. It's amazing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's wild. It looks fake. It looks like something you'd make on a, you know, a computer or something. Yeah. So, Smoky Island looks a lot like that, but instead of a soccer pitch, it is a stadium. There is a stadium just on this island that's like right on the sea.
1: That's awesome. Very I would love cool. to go there. Yeah. Right?
0: Is it more a uh, modern stadium or more like Coliseum? A modern stadium, mm. I think. Okay. Cool. I didn't want it's not like an amphitheater. I think that it is built up in that way and kind of like that big horseshoe that you see in like big college football stadiums. You know, there are some college football stadiums that can hold like a hundred thousand people. This one can, even if it doesn't. Unlike our modern stadiums, though, I think it's made out of like sea stone and driftwood, and it's kind of like cobbled together. And it's this massive, massive piece of architecture that's right on this tiny island. Fucking cool.
2: That sounds amazing. I'm trying to think of why Cammy would ever have been there before. Well, Cammy, I, I think I
0: want to know specifically. I think that you've read about it because the right. Bullseye Games actually has quite a deep history in the history of the world of Verticello.
2: I love lore. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Specifically, uh the Bullseye Games is an offshoot of the Olive piad. Fuck.
3: Yes. Fuck.
2: Yes. yes. Fuck.
0: Which which is the games we keep have been talking about and that Umbies competed and swam in like Mark Spitz hmm Big mustache on Umby at the time. Big mustache.
2: Makes sense.
1: Well, he had a huge mustache, but every time he had to compete, he had to shave it. Oh. Mm. But, yeah. So, But it was a signature for sure. But he like... sprung
2: back overnight. Yeah. It's really interesting because just the shape of Umby, not very aerodynamic <laughs> <laughs> or hydrodynamic, <laughs> I love I the idea say.
0: that like you kept it for the diving portion, but then you had to shave it for the <laughs> swimming portion. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It was kind of like of legend because, yeah, it, exactly, Amanda. He would have it the day before the events and then shave it, and then the morning after it would be back. Yeah. And then, yeah, Julia, I mean, he was much more svelte
0: back in his Carnegie mm, Mellon days, you know. Mm. <laughs> uh, right, we forgot about Carnegie
2: Mellon. As svelte as, as a fruit can be. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the, the whole
0: thing about the Olive Piat is that it's all amateurs, even though it's like, you have to be a professional athlete. In the first place. Yeah. So the, the whole thing about this, the Olympiad, is that much like here in the human realm, our Olympiad, it's an ancient game that's been going on for thousands of years that were revived kind of in the relative modern era. The thing about the bullseye games, though, is that this is actually an offshoot of the shooting games. The shooting competitions were kind of folded in because it's very specific History. Bullseye is not named after the middle of a target, but actually Bullseye spalanthes, oh
2: which is a, a
0: very specific type of flower that has this dark red center. It's a cheerful yellow flower, is the description I found, with a dark red center and a broad green dark green leaves that actually numb your mouth when you chew them so people have used them like in ancient times used them as like a uh, for toothaches to relieve the pain that they have in their uh, their mouth it's called the toothache plant
2: oh cool wow So
0: here's the thing, Bullseye Spilanthenes wanted to compete in the shooting portion of the Olympiad, but uh, Bullseye wasn't that good of a shot. So he practiced for five days in a row until his entire body was numb, and then he hit three Bullseyes in a row using his bow, and then he immediately died.
3: (laughs) Yeah!
0: So now the Bullseye games are named after him.
2: It's great. That makes That's sense. Awesome. Like how we got the word for marathon.
0: Yeah. Precisely. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Now, here's the thing, Cammie. Specifically, I want to talk to you about this. Yes. The thing is, is that the... Hi, bull- Eric. Hi, hi Cammie. You you're could. you also... Oh, you could break him through the third, the, the fourth wall. I love Only it. Only sometimes. Only sometimes. <laughs> um, so, Cammie, the thing about the Bullseye Games is that they actually removed shooting competitions from the Olympiad because... There were some, like, polytheistic spirituality things that were tied to the shooting games as this, like, spirit, metaphor, goddess question mark of victory. And uh, as spiritualism rose in Overstock and the path overtook open fields in, like, the transition from the ancient to the relatively the classical age and, of course, into the pre-modern age, as it took over open fields, people didn't want to compete. They didn't want to deal with it because there was this, like, the word, I would not use the word pagan in Verticello, but that's the best way for me to describe it. He's like, I'm not competing in these pagan games. We're not shooting. So now the whole reason for the Oliphiad, it was neutral. So they kind of, like, they tossed out all the shooting games. Now, here on the Great Salt Sea, they've brought back the bullseye games because pirates love to shoot and they love competing against each other.
2: Cool, cool. I love it.
0: I think that's why you would have looked this stuff up because mm-hmm. of the the like, you're reading a book that says uh, shooting is against the way of the path. You only shoot for justice to d- redeem wrongs and to bring goodness upon people the wicked. Blah blah blah. The words are too long. You can't remember any of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Julia, do you want to give any context to that? Can you build upon that?
2: Uh, I think that yeah, probably Cammy upon being sort of kicked out of open fields probably did a lot of reading about the path of cultivation and how it differed from various other traditions around Vertistello and how eventually in most other countries at least the idea of the planter and the spiritualism of the planter became even more like prominent I guess mm-hmm. Yeah. and so Cami was fascinated by that because all they had ever grown up with was the path of cultivation. And so seeing that, Cammy's like, no, shooting is probably fine. You know, everything <laughs> else kind of, well, some of the stuff makes sense, but a lot of the other stuff doesn't make sense at all. I think you, you might have even
0: been to a game before. Maybe. Because they've run, they've run quite a bit over the last 50 years. I'm sure they've done it like at least 20 times.
2: That might have been like an early Cammy on the Great Salt Sea yeah. moment. Like after like a bucket list trip. Not even a bucket list trip. I feel like that was. I don't know if I've talked to you, Eric, about how Cammy became a pirate. But I think in probably the early iterations of Cammy, quote unquote, joining a crew, mm. maybe that was one of the stops that they had early on and Cammy was enthralled by it.
0: Oh, yeah. As like a cabin child, I'm yeah. sure that you just had to go where the ship went and maybe you went to a game because they're yeah. like, oh, it's like going to the World Cup. <laughs> it's like, oh, the full Size games of this year. We're going. We're
3: all IR, We're going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A hundred percent. They say it's for networking, but it's just to drink beer. <laughs> That's fair.
0: Isn't that all networking events?
3: Yeah. (laughs) So,
0: So, yeah. Troy, do you share the invitation?
3: Oh, yeah. No, I... I, Troy thought that this might be a letter from home and wanted a little privacy to read it, but as soon as he opens it up, he he yells across the bleachers, Hey, guys, we're going shooting. What? Yeah? What? And he bounds over and uh, shares the invite.
2: I love the bullseye games. Oh, my goodness. It's been years since I went. I've never been. This sounds awesome. You've never been? That's surprising. No.
4: I, yeah, that's true. It is surprising, but I haven't.
2: <laughs> I have assumed you've done everything, Umby.
4: You're always on the other side
0: of the Great Salt Sea I when it's know. going. It's like, oh, Shit. no, I, I'm in South America. I can't get to Berlin. Uh, I can't do it. But
3: was next year. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like, oh, I, it's not every four years. If it was, I would, I would get it. Harold kind of leans over and says, how do they know you're good? I didn't know anyone knew us about anything.
2: He's Troy Riptide. No,
0: I know that. I know he's (laughs) Troy. How do other people know know he's
4: Troy Riptide?
3: I keep introducing myself as the best shot in the Great Salt Sea. So, I mean, maybe the world travels to these people. I don't know.
4: Maybe this is a trap. Who can say?
3: You know what? Maybe it is a trap, but maybe it's a trap that we can trap people's amber. When you bet against me and then I win.
4: Fuck yeah. Look, I don't think it's a trap. I think legit... Your legend has just grown. I would never say that you are not the best shot, but, you know, all options on the table, I guess.
3: Yeah, I mean, it sounds worthwhile to me, but, you know, I definitely want to know about this Labyrinth thing, too. Fuck yeah.
0: Yeah. As y'all are discussing, the Bullseye games, I, you hear from across the bonfire, like, Ooh, it's the crew of the Sea Whip coming back with new fun stories to tell everybody. And you look up, and this green folk is a bound pack of rainbow carrots.
2: <gasps> Amazing. <laughs> I like, Love them. Like a two, high ponytail.
0: I was literally going to say, yeah. So it's up and down a bound pack of carrots. There's like purple ones, the yellow ones, various colors of orange ones. The carrot greens are slicked back into a oh, low pony. I see. Love it. With her arms and legs um, also as carrot greens. Notably, her left arm uh, is a vine with a knife tied at the end. And as her left hand, this is Lucky Edie, Captain of the Money Tree.
2: Oh. Oh, what a great name for a ship.
0: I was really proud of that one. That's Thank a you.
2: really good one, Eric.
0: How do you spell Edie? Like Falco? <laughs> yes. Uh E-D-I-E. Yep. It's a short it's short short, yeah. short for Edith. Oh, that's how she spells it? Yep. yep. Between that and Edie's the Lebanese man, I couldn't I needed to establish what it was, uh. but I wanted short for Edith, yeah.
3: I can tell you've been paying attention to my gardening, Eric, because I did just order a pack of the uh, Carnival Rainbow Carrots to grow this fall.
0: Oh, no. Rainbow Carrots are my favorite thing. Uh, when we were talking to Jen De La Vega, who is also our, our very good friend, incredible chef, and also the caterer of our wedding, multiple times of like, and we were getting drunk while we were describing what our menu was going to be. It was a great like, idea. Jen, the theme is Rainbow Carrots.
3: <laughs> Jen, 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 Jen. Jen, 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 Jen. But we got to get
0: Rainbow Carrots in the mix.
3: Big grill. Some chicken. Most importantly, rainbow, rainbow carrots. carrots.
1: Rainbow carrots. It's wild that you guys got married by a giant anthropomorphic rabbit, but you know. It, it was a
3: choice, but we liked yeah. it. And that was a rabbi. <laughs> oh! I know it was your first Jewish wedding, but they are
4: different. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: really
2: hey, well, wait.
0: Here's a, you, I'm oh. you get, adding oh. the joking. That was great. I'm am. uh, adding in my pocket. There you go. Oh! Sea so, whip! What's going on? What's happening? How are, what's, it's been a, it's been a minute. Well, you know, I was out doing my thing. You're out doing your thing. What's going
3: on? Uh, Hello. Troy gets down on one knee, grabs her hand and kisses it. The one without the knife.
0: Troy, you are such a charmer as always.
3: Oh, captain, my captain. Is Troy shirtless in this moment? Yes. Hell yeah. Is she our captain now? What's happening? Nah, it's just like a thing I say. Yeah. What's up, lady Edie? What's up? Try stands back What's up. What's going on?
0: I w- here's what I want to ask all of you. Um, I want all of you to roll charisma, and I'm going to tell you what the social relationship between Lucky Edie and all of you are, and depending on how you roll, I'm also going to message each of you individually <laughs> right. about what, your, what you think the relationship between Lucky like the social yeah, the yeah. social vibes here.
2: I rolled a 19, because I get plus three to charisma.
3: Nice. Not 20 for Troy Riptide. Oh, absolutely, yes. Oh,
0: fuck yeah. Well, um, Umby got a six.
3: <laughs> Aw, bud. <laughs> this does not shock
2: me at all.
0: <laughs> okay, I sent once to Brandon. Brandon, read that. Jesus, incredible, Eric. <laughs> Thank you. Psst. This is what I sent to Brandon. Umby, you think Edie is a young whippersnapper. I don't know. Who cares? Whatever. I'm thinking of a new
2: bomb. Maybe it's, like, really cold.
0: Okay, Julia, there's yours.
2: Okay. All right. All right. Interesting.
0: (laughs) For the listeners, this is what I sent to Julia. Kami, you think Lucky Edie is our frenemy. She's insecure and needs to brag about her ship. It's easier just not to engage, but it's so annoying that sometimes I have to say something. But I can rely on her when I need to. Okay, and that's Amanda, that's yours. I got it. Okay. thank you. Hey, audience, this is what I sent to Amanda. Troy, you think, with you're not 20, Lucky Edie is our frenemy. She's insecure and needs to brag. It's easier to just not engage, but she's really sweet on me, so I can deal with it, and I can use it to my advantage. Okay, cool. So, yeah, Lucky Edie says... So what, Why I haven't seen you in such, in a moment, like, I haven't seen you in a minute, what's going on, what have you been up to?
2: Oh, you know, not much, we're actually just about to leave, very soon, very soon, like, almost right now, so.
3: Yeah. Oh, okay. I got, Sorry. I got a letter, gotta, like, go deal with that. Mm-hmm. Cold,
4: is anyone else cold?
3: <laughs> what? Oh, Grandpa, did you forget your sweater again? Yeah, I did. Oh, is it on the boat? Let's go to the boat. Oh, sorry, I lost my shirt already. Or else I'd give that to you. Oh, thank uh, you.
0: Lucky uh, Edie kind of like hits Troy coyly and be like, (laughs) "You're never wearing a shirt." It's so funny. Um, what letter? What's? I listen. I haven't had anyone to talk to other than my crew, and I just is so boring after a while. What did you get? What letter?
3: Oh yeah, just like invitation. You know, it's just stuff stuff just comes and goes and like I come and go and like that's just kinda of my way, you know what Troy's I mean? Troy's so popular. Yeah. Oh, I, no, no, I know. No, no, oh no, no, I know. No I mean, no I know. I Troy, if you need no. someone
0: to talk to about this stuff about this stuff, um what we see here.
3: I got no nickname. You're lucky Edie, so you know.
0: Oh, you know, it's just from, you know, she, she, like, <laughs> whips her knife hand up. It's the knife hand.
3: <laughs> yeah, i you know, jealous. I, I, got, I got four hands. I don't have a knife in any of them.
0: Yeah, Tra- I... Tra-
3: What's up? Tell, tell, tell her some facts about barrels. Lucky Lady Edie, you would not believe what has happened to me since I saw you last. Tell me. Edie doesn't need to know. Why don't you here, uh, uh, Cammy? Do you want to go get? Wanna go want get? Gummy I would love warm? to. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> go, Grandpa. Go, go get
0: warm. Cammy fades into a bush like the <laughs> Homer Simpson gif. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Cammy usually has the best gossip. I mean, I guess she doesn't want to spill the
3: tea, but that's fine. No, no, it's It's this thing, it's this thing with, uh, with Umby. He, it's good. Uh, he, uh, he's been really cold recently and, like, thinks that he, you know, uh, thinks that he, like, is warm enough, but he's not actually warm enough. It's, it's the whole thing. Um, <laughs> I read my first ever book. It was a book about barrels. And I have so many barrel facts to share with you. For example, did you know that it takes two years in the open wood for wood to become thoroughly dry enough to make into a barrel? before you even get the barrel
0: to be honest with you no i didn't
4: i (laughs) didn't
3: did you know that the term scuttlebutt comes from a size of barrel what had water for people on a ship and then when you gathered around it and wanted to chat it was the scuttlebutt and that's why (laughs) it's called scuttlebutt what would you gossip with your crew
0: i also did not to be honest with you troy i did not
3: know that no there are so many things did you know that the name of the barrel is a butt there is a whole size of barrel called a butt.
0: I didn't know for, for sure. Um, try, listen, Troy, I love the barrels, but like, yeah, what are you, what have you been up to? I mean, listen, I can't talk about any of the stuff I'm doing. I'm under like NDAs, you know, not n- disclosure. I have to bloom abundance. So like I took, I, we stole treasure, but like, I can't talk about it because it's from the high profile people. And they were really, um, secretive about it. Eric, one more time. What did that stand for? Uh, Undisclosed de Bloom abundance. <laughs> it's good. So, like, I can't talk about it, but like, really, I mean, you—if you are in the like top left area, there's some pretty, uh, there's some pretty interesting people who have a lot of a lot of treasure. That uh, the that the, well, we're lucky. The uh, we're pretty lucky, and the money tree sh- is heavy with fruit. I'll tell you that much
3: the top left of like the hold?
0: No, the top left of the, the map up there of the Great Salt Sea. Where is are oh. around. We're you know, we're yeah, you know, we're looking for the salmon, but you know, whatever comes. You know, I can't talk about it, but um yeah well no what's going on with you? What if you just spin the map and the left changes? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah oh. Pretty, uh, <laughs> pretty same with me. Just you know, just learning about barrels. Really, it's it's been it it's been it for me. Yeah. But uh, no, next next time you got a uh, tip to share, let us let us know.
0: Sure. What's the what? I uh I mean, uh, okay. Cool. I just thought, uh, you know, we sometimes when we we you know we hang out. I thought I just I thought you'd have some you'd some good stories. I mean, you always have good stories in the the, the salt web. And I like I mean, weren't you? I heard through the the grapevine, that is you that know there was a... no, uh, there is a
2: no. That's the guy who gossips and runs the uh, the puppet shows. Oh yeah, grapevine. Yeah, grapevine. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like to know everything. That's why he does the puppets. I heard
0: from grapevine there was like a big explosion over at the book de- the book depository theme park.
2: Was anybody hurt?
0: And you were all in that area, so I just didn't know if you knew anything about it.
3: You know, you get a hot exit here, hot exit there. I don't know. I, I left with a book about cocktails, though. That was pretty cool. You ever, ever drink a cocktail what, with more than one ingredient? Like not grog or like a grog with sap on it, but you have to like other things in a glass that isn't the glass you drink from. And then you make it all up and then you put it in a new glass. And I'm like, why would you make another glass that you have to wash? But it's, it's all about like flavors or something.
1: <laughs> That's a good point. I never thought about that.
3: <laughs> you hear from a distance just kind of going, Yeah. Anyway, it was great to catch up. And yeah, if you ever get a tip, let me know. But you know, I'm a barrel guy now, so that's that's my latest thing. (laughs) And then Troy flexes his arm, kisses his bicep, and goes, "These look like barrels, don't you think?" They,
0: they do, uh, for sure. Well, listen, if um, yeah, just let me know if there's anything uh, going on. Make a dexterity check for me. As the player who rolled a six, I'm very confused why we're being so cagey with this bunch of carrots. Eight. Like also like very coyly, very flirting. Lucky Edie kind of like grabs towards your pocket where the letter is. Whoa! And be like, oh, I just I wanted to see what the letter was.
3: I'm a one barrel man, and that barrel is not <laughs> you, Lady Edie.
0: You I'm are sorry getting to say. so you are getting so into barrels, Troy. It's so funny.
3: It's so crazy. I gotta grow and learn. I got shipmate. What's becoming a doctor? I gotta bring something to this crew. <laughs> I'm not there, but I'm like, oh, you bring so much already,
2: Troy.
0: <laughs> barrel
3: master for sure. All right, well, um, yeah, Troy. I guess I'll see you. Uh, I'll see you later for sure. Listen, I, if you got something to say, say it. I know I'm. I know I'm all. I'm all jokes and games and and flexing here. And I don't think I know why people take my shirts, but I, I wasn't born yesterday. I was born like at least 17 years ago. <laughs> I have forgotten. <laughs> Troy, I just think you're hot. It's fine. Don't right. worry about it.
0: It just lightly hits you again with a, with her, her radish hand. It's fine. Jeez.
3: You can say it then because I sometimes do get confused. So just tell me instead of like, you know, grabbing or whatever. I'll
0: see you around, Barrel Master. Don't worry about it.
3: Maybe I'll have read another book by the time I get back to port.
0: Oh, I hope I hear about it. All right.
3: All right. See y'all. What is happening? Troy, uh, as soon as he turns his back from the Sea Whip, you see him like roll his eyes toward the heavens. And then he walks back toward the boat. What is happening? <laughs> mm. Troy boards the Sea Whip and closes the, the like shutters behind him, like closes the door gets you guys inside.
4: 56 miles the crocs
3: on the wall. Wo- oh, hey, Troy. Yeah. Uh, she tried to steal the letter from my pocket. I do not like that. What? Before, I was, like, trying to be nice to her because I thought it was, like, you know, a little bit sad that she had a crush on me and I, I did not give the crush to her back. But, like, she, she kind of tried to, like, grab it and, like, see where I was going. Did you and, call it her fucking hand? Uh, like, with my words, yeah. Nice!
0: Uh, Harold sighs deeply and says, Troy, it's called flirting. That's uh, not, stealing is not flirting. Did, okay, did she hit you a bunch of times with her hand? And was she, like, kind of, like twirling her her greens.
3: Yeah, but she didn't hit me with the knife hand, which is the one that would have been the better one to hit with, so I was pretty confused. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, if you have a knife hand, why don't you hit with the knife hand? You know what I mean?
0: If you're not trying to stab, it's not everything's not all stabbins here.
3: Why not?
2: All right, I've made everyone some nice lavender tea. I'm sure we all need it after that. Oh, thank you, Cammy. Um, Well, I think... Now that that has all happened, maybe we should try to leave okay. Um, Umby, a little yes. rude. Sorry Sweetheart.
3: It was hot. I understand. Let it cool. That's why we have the saying, Umby. <laughs> and then you see a band to go
0: here we go. Mm. Yep. Get
3: here it goes tea's real fresh. <gasps> Take a breath.
0: That's I fucking wait. good. <laughs> 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 like, there's another there's like a line break and another line break.
3: Gotta wait! <laughs> Half rest, yeah! <laughs> Take a breath! So,
2: I think we should leave for the games immediately so that uh, certain people don't get ideas in their heads. I'll talk to Arello as we prepare to leave. Maybe he can look into the whole labyrinth situation, where the divine labyrinth might be. And yeah, we'll see Troy kick some butt at the bullseye games. I think we should leave first thing in the morning
3: yeah I, I I just want to make sure uh, maybe Harold, but can you can you make sure nobody like sneaks into my room when I'm sleeping and like takes a letter out of my pocket?
0: Oh absolutely no no one's no uh, no viable bachelor or bacheloress is going to come onto the ship and jokingly take something from you.
2: Troy, would you like to sleep with Nani tonight? <laughs> yeah, I would Okay. <laughs> Troy, we've
4: told you like four times you have an actual room. Not on the boat, like in the hold as well.
2: But he likes it here. It's yes.
4: fine, I just it's more comfortable in the That's
3: where you're my You're looking at me like I'm crazy. Um, that's a matter of opinion. That's where my things sleep. I sleep on oh, the boat. My things okay. sleep there.
2: Got it. Okay.
3: So
0: Cool. Also, Nani snores adorably. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. It's very cute. Sounds like bubbles. She goes. <laughs>
0: so good. A big bubble goes in and out mm. like an anime character for sure. Yeah. doesn't
3: get better than that. It doesn't. It. So yeah, Troy's gonna sleep on the boat. He's been making the repairs and you know has everything ready and is just gonna cut it up with uh with Sil and Harold. Can I borrow your
4: glasses tonight? I want to try some shit.
3: oh uh, yeah, for sure. Thanks. Um,
4: Umby, will you set
0: the scene here? (laughs) I don't know what shit you're trying to set up. (laughs) Okay.
3: Hey, it's Amanda. We've had a stretch of incredibly lovely weather here in New York City, which feels so nice. And I recently got to sit outside drinking a very cold water while enjoying a very warm breeze. And I know I usually get a little more sophisticated in these openings of these mid-rolls, but listen, man, there's nothing like it. Eric and I just yelled, the tempies, the tempies, they're so good. So welcome to the Midroll where just as good as perfect tempies are our newest patrons Steven Wood, Crystal Phoebe, Laura Ev and Sapphire with a Y. Thank you so much for joining. It is lovely to have you. I know y'all have been enjoying the Discord cuz you came in and said hi, but I hope you've also been enjoying the years worth of bonus content that you have over on Patreon to enjoy. Here's the fact people. Every single week that passes, because there's no more Bad Tuesdays now, you see, it actually becomes a better value to become a member of us over on Patreon, because every single week, we post bonus stuff. It might be party planning. It might be some bloopers. It might be a post with mechanics and stuff that Eric has come up with for the campaign. It might just be exciting stuff in Discord where we are all wishing the dads a happy Father's Day and wishing all of the pets a lovely Tuesday, as we always, always do. It is incredible that you pledge your support to us and we try to make it really, really worthwhile. So please, if you've been thinking about it, be like, oh, my God, wait, if I join, I get five plus years of bonus content. Uh, yeah, I'm going to do it today. Patreon.com slash join the party pod. Speaking of great backlogs, this week at Multitude, we would love to remind you that every single week for the last three and a half years, almost four, I think, we have been publishing Head, Heart, Gut, a friendly debate show that we make just for multi-crew members, which is the program that we have so that you can help support new work from Multitude. We have a lot of incredible stuff in the hopper, and every single week we make shows talking all about stuff like, hey, what is the best fruit? What's the best movie sequel? What is the best thing to do at a theme park? And much, much more. I judged the best animal from a Disney movie and it got contentious. It was incredible. There are so many episodes for you to enjoy. And if you want to hear it before you subscribe, you can do that. Search for Head Heart Gut in your podcast app and we have two months worth of the show for you to listen to and be like, oh my God, yeah, I love it. And then come on over and join. If we've convinced you, if it is time for you to come on board and support the multi crew you can do that at multicrew.club We are sponsored this week by Potion Slingers, a fabulous deck-building strategy card game by a very cool person called Anthony that we met at PAX East. Potion Slingers is deck-building with a twist. The decks are built while you play, and cards stick around until you use them so you can stack and combine to your heart's content. Ever since I've been watching Eric play Tears of the Kingdom and the idea that you can fuse stuff to your weapons has really just unlocked something in my brain, and I am now looking into some deck building games for myself, but I love this one in particular because Potion Slingers is really welcoming for newer tabletop game players while also being super accessible for fans of multiplayer deck building. All of the characters in the game have their own play style as well as a flip ability that upgrades them when certain conditions are met. And listen, y'all, it is wild and weird. Every single card is either a pun, an alchemy reference, a really deep cut, or all of the above. And the art is described by Anthony of Potion Slingers as, quote, a magical junkyard aesthetic. If you hear the phrase alt-weirdo and think, fuck yeah, dude, this is 100% for you. So go on and check it out. Look at the art. You won't be disappointed. Go to PotionSlingers.com to see the cards for yourself and buy a copy. It is fabulous value, and you're supporting another indie maker when you do it. That's PotionSlingers.com. We are also sponsored this week by BetterHelp. It is very easy in life to get caught up in what everyone else needs from you and not to take a moment to think about what you need from you. And I definitely find this really hard. I kind of like jujitsu my brain into wanting to take care of myself by saying to myself like, hey, I can't really show up for the other people in my life and my obligations and the things that I want to do and the people that I like supporting if I don't make sure that, you know, My cup is full and all of those helpful metaphors. And therapy is really the place where I can be honest with myself and say, you know what? I love to overload my schedule until I feel like I am coming apart at the seams. And then if someone needs something from me, I get to be like, oh, sorry, I'm too busy. Instead of thinking to myself, why am I filling my schedule with shit that does not matter? Instead of saying like, no, let me first show up for myself, then show up for my loved ones and then do everything else. It's hard. It's hard under capitalism. It's it's hard to to remind yourself to keep doing it. And therapy can be a really good way to sort out your priorities with the help of somebody else and figure out how to put that into practice. And if you find therapy kind of overwhelming, you're not really sure what it would be like, or you can't safely or accessibly find a therapist near you, BetterHelp can be a really useful tool. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com join the party today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com help, slash join the party. And finally, we are sponsored by 20 Sided Store. This is, of course, our friendly local game store located in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, that earlier this year expanded. They have their original space and they're now doing events there. And they open up a brand new, sparkly, beautiful retail space just a block away. In between those two stores is the best soup dumpling place in Brooklyn, M. Shanghai, which Lauren and Luis, owners of 20 Sided Store, recommended to us. So listen, if you want, want to pick up zines, dice, card games, gifts, uh, supplies, dice bags, expansions of Magic the Gathering, whatever it is that you are into, 20 Sided Store has got it. So see them if you're in Brooklyn, which I know a couple listeners just did. Shout out to you. Or if you want to order online from them, you can do that. Go to 20sidedstore.com, spell out the word 20, 20sidedstore.com, and use the code pirate for 20% off your order. Or if you're able to visit in person, just And join the party and they will get that discount for you thanks 20 sided store we love you and now let's get back to the show
1: the camera fuzzy with vaseline on the lens (laughs) they they used to do that zooms in from an overhead angle into umby's workshop where you see Umby in a smoking jacket and um, fuzzy slippies and uh, a fire roaring in the back, which is far away from the explosives.
2: <laughs> <laughs> mm, debatable.
3: Yeah. Huh?
1: He goes over, fixes himself a cocktail, lovingly.
3: <laughs> I love there's a bar
2: cart next to some bombs. <laughs> That's what the tinctures are for, both for the cocktails and for the bombs. Yeah, for sure. He
1: makes cocktails, like fun, uh, unique cocktails for the restaurant. Mm. Fists himself a cocktail, lovingly makes sure his books are all perfectly spine flat um, as he goes and, you know, dusts some things and goes by the fire, sits in his perfect chair and opens his breast pocket and pulls out the note. Eric, can I go into this note? Yeah, if you want to. I want to pull out the glasses, and I want to go into this note.
0: Sure. Yeah. You can pop the glasses on. <laughs> I want to see this from the outside, where- the
2: frosty window.
0: Yeah. We're, now I'm taking the camera away from Umbi, and it's still- I have to wipe off all the Vaseline off the lens. <laughs> How, why did you get Vaseline on the lens? What were you doing? It's an aesthetic, Eric. <laughs> Lotion yourself at a different time if you're using the camera, please.
3: Was everything really sticky in the past? Is that what that's about? I guess so. Uh, Can Troy talk to me now? Jesus. uh, (laughs) Troy's doing uh, uh, leg presses with the log.
1: (laughs) The camera pans over to the left and you see his uh, um umbeast giant pile of creams and salves.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Gross! No, <laughs> and that's the last time I lend you my equipment,
4: Umby. Jesus, Troy,
0: <laughs> go back to your house. You shouldn't even be in this scene. Barbara, and I like think we're gonna see it from the outside this time. You pop on the glasses, and from the outside, we see your like Umby's opacity get lowered. Your body becomes translucent, and we just see the outlines of your image. I think it's also around the smoking jacket, too. It's around your clothes. I want
1: to make two things very clear to the young people listening to the audience. Umby doesn't smoke. It's not cool. And also don't <laughs> smoke next to explosives. True.
2: Very true. PSAs.
0: Uh, we zoom out one more. We're back to a comic from the H- Hayes Code. <laughs> it's like, Umby says don't smoke. <laughs> he does. Especially around explosives.
3: But yay communism.
0: Yeah.
1: He is a commie. A hundred percent.
0: Yeah, that Damn. I've had a journey. God, I'm gonna have to figure out if there's communism in Vertistello now. <laughs> once again, Umby, your the bottom drops out of your floor, uh your stomach drops with you, and once again the world kind of slams back at you after a moment. Uh you're certainly more cramped now. You're down on your hands and knees and your back is owl caddy wampus because you you are like trapped in something.
2: It's probably the chest.
0: You can't, you push up, you push to the sides. It is very, you are feeling very tight around you. And there's just kind of like wood everywhere.
1: Yes. Weird. I think Julia, you're right. Got
2: buried alive, bro.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: for clarity, I went into the prank note, which means I probably went into the box, the chest that it was in. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. So it means, actually, I can pull a fun prank on Mandy Potash mm-hmm. by jumping out of this chest and scaring Mandy. Potentially. You know? Let's see. So I think Umby reaches into a smoking jacket and pulls out the pair of novelty mustache glasses that he always has on him.
2: <laughs> that he got from the Crimson Exchange, yeah. From the gift shop.
0: Yeah, I rolled above a ten. Yeah, you got that from the Christmas exchange. <laughs> no,
2: canonically, I just did the transcript for it. He did get those instead of the sticky hand after we w- lost trivia. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yes, that was from the gift shop. That yeah. was the
0: bar trivia, right? The prize. Yes, you're you're totally right.
1: Yep, and it's his most prized possession now. Uh, he puts those on, and then
3: over. I just want to say, Brandon, over the reading glasses. <laughs> you have yeah. the, the the plastic 100%. ones with the nose. Yeah.
1: So the mustache is like a foot away from his, uh-huh. his mouth.
4: And then he counts, one, two, three. And he jumps out and goes. Okay. Hold
1: on a second. <laughs> it's like that scene in Pee-wee's big adventure in the truck, you know, that scared everyone as a kid.
3: No, Brandon, I'm going to have to ask you to make that uh, reference in SpongeBob instead.
1: Okay, it's like that scene in SpongeBob where SpongeBob hitchhikes and gets into an eighteen-wheeler at night in a spooky uh, landscape where he meets a truck driver woman who tells him a spooky story, and then at the end of the story, she does a jump scare in the movie and like turns into sort of like a quasi monster for a second. And you're like nine, and it freaks you the fuck out. Yeah, that sounds right. Is that yeah, right? sure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> hey, you push up on the inside of the chest and pop out and go. What? What? What do you go like? We don't. you pop out, and the two gnarly pirates that are about to toss the chest into a hole go, ah, and drop the chest. And the chest goes, because I rolled it at one, the chest goes Ah! rolling down. Oh, Oh, no. no. It goes rolling, and you fall into the hole, and you hear... Oh, did someone try to prank me? Finally, I was waiting for someone to do it instead. And you see pointing (laughs) over, uh, reaching over the side of the hole is the face of fun Mandy Potash. You remember from the last time that you used the glasses. Different thing here is that everything seems pretty clear. Before everything was super confused and super like convoluted and scratchy. Everything looks pretty, pretty well defined here.
2: Because the note's in better condition. In. Who can say? Who can say?
0: I'm gonna look up at fun Mandy and say,
2: Hey Mandy, do you remember me at all?
0: I feel like I would've remembered putting a body in the chest, but uh and of course then therefore if I'm putting a body in a chest, which is a great prank, putting putting a a live a corpse, well I guess you're not a corpse before this. I remember everyone I corpseify with my pranks, so no. That's what they called me in college though. <laughs>
2: A corpse?
0: Yeah, because I'm so old. Oh boy! You (laughs) why were you you?
2: I can't even fathom why you were old.
0: This was a Rodney Dangerfield situation, I guess. You went went back to to college many times. Oh, uh,
2: understood. Sure, sure. Many degrees. It's like where? uh,
0: What's happening? Where did you come from? Uh, I need to know. This is much much like a magician asking someone how they did how someone did something. I need to know how the prank happened.
4: Okay, good. So.
1: Well, mentally, Umbi makes a note that either this is before the other note or the notes can't talk to each other, which is interesting to know.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm, interesting. Noted. Noted. Can't influence the past.
1: Can't influence
4: the past. Umbi says, oh, you know, a great prankster can't reveal his pranks. mmm uh part of the old school.
0: I think that's silly, but I respect it. <laughs> also, <laughs> also, I'm sorry we're doing this 50 feet away from each other. You in this hole, but uh, that's what you. I, that's the price of This that's is a the, 50 foot hole. Eric? The, it's the price. It break. rolled
2: down a hill. Remember, Brandon.
0: This is five stories down. Yeah you, yeah, you didn't pay attention, but you dug 50 feet down early in the earlier You're episode. really
3: thriving with that shovel in your hand. That old man's strength is nothing to joke about. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Umby, as you reckon with the fact that you dug 50 feet earlier in the day, a rope hits you in the face oh. uh, as Vandy uh, says, come on up. Cool. I want to talk to you about the craft.
1: And quicker than you've seen any youthful person ever, Umbi just bolts up this rope with old man strength.
0: We've already established the old man strength. Huh?
2: Absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm. hmm. uh,
4: I don't honestly, Mandy, I don't know why I'm here. I just wanted to say hi, um, see what was going on.
2: Oh, uh, so we both
4: wh- don't know what's happening. Interesting. It's a farce of some sort. Yeah, like, what are you doing? What's up with your life? Like, are you about to take sail anywhere? What's going on?
0: Honestly, this entire thing is a farce, which is why how I conduct my business. Like, we're going in between one door and someone else is going out the other door, and then they need to go back through the other door, and then they pop out. You know that whole thing.
3: They're three flight attendants. They're all dating the same man. It's (laughs) a Boeing-Boeing situation.
0: (laughs) How coiffed is Mandy's hair, (laughs) Eric? It's a good question. Um, I know I understand what you're asking me. Everyone looks good. I would say uh Mandy, particularly, their boots have been uh because it was black velvet, it, they've been brushed brushed Ooh. out, Ooh. and their swords are gleaming and, and her hat and the feather on it is cocked jauntily to the side. Maybe she got her hair did as well. They she looks good. Even some of the, the pirate cronies around, none of their shirts have holes in them. Uh they're not they don't look dirty.
3: Wow! Some fresh pirates. pre um, looks Umbi uh,
0: looks Mandy up and down, and then looks at the other
1: pirates around and says, "Like,
4: oh, so you guys are like those kind of like fashion
1: pirates."
0: <laughs> it's, and you know when uh, when all the world's a stage, and this is just we're trying to just make the make the audience laugh. We can do it however we want, and this is just our thing. This is my contingent, the prank contingent. Wait, of uh, of Crimson Larceny's crew. We just like to look good, you know. Wait. Are y'all actors? No, it's. I guess this is what I get for talking about. This is what I get for trying to talk about book learning with someone no, I no, found no, 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 in no. a I chest.
4: <laughs> I get the reference. You were referencing William Shake.
0: Shake Shakespeare, Shakespearean. Shake Shakespearean.
3: Yeah. Shake Shakespeare mm. I'm the dungeon master. It's my job. That's right. You stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Yes, that's everyone right, that's knows right. that. I wrote it on a card table. <laughs> yes. You stamped it and you mailed it to yourself so that you would have proof of your invention later. Yeah,
4: (laughs) I I understand what you're referencing. I was just saying, are y'all like actual like plundering pirates, or are y'all like a like a a uh, exploratory theater group that goes around entertaining people with pranks and plays?
2: Why do we keep being rude to NPCs? Was that rude? (laughs) Yeah,
0: kinda. What do you mean? Old man, do you not know who we are? How long
4: have you been in that chest? <laughs> I'm very old, and I've been in that chest, let's say, 400 years. I don't know.
0: <laughs> we are, as members of Crimson Larceny's crew, we are the most fearsome, Do doing something, swashbuckling, pirate lo- booty looting, Rootin' scootin', pirates—that's out
4: here on the Great Salt Sea. See, but when you add when you add stuff like that to it, it sounds like you're a um, it sounds like your performance at the Book Depository. <laughs> so I'm a little bit confused what you're telling me. <laughs> if I'm honest, and I'm being genuine here,
2: can someone kill you in a book? If you die in a book, do you die in <laughs> Am real I life? It might be rude. <laughs> That's, this is like talking to someone. They say, hey, I'm what, uh, an extremely professional person. And you're like, cool. Are you an actor pretending to be this extremely professional person? <laughs>
1: but look, like when you add the words, like you're like, man, yes, I am the most professional lawyer you've ever seen. But then you say, I'm the most root rootin' tootin' lawyer you've ever seen. It's like, are you actually a lawyer? I'm confused. Uh, hey, what's your AC? <laughs> it's a 13. Cool. I'm not, I'm just, look guys, I'm genuinely not trying to be rude. I'm trying to figure out what this person is saying.
0: (laughs) Okay. I guess if you don't believe what we have, if you haven't heard what we have to say, I guess I'll just show you as Mandy Potash pulls out her two swords and just runs you through with them. And then um, you fall backwards into the hole, tumbling 50 feet down, hit the ground and like coming out of a dream, you go, (laughs) And you are back on the ground with a Manhattan all over your face, <laughs> staining your smoking jacket.
2: Well, that answers my question. <laughs>
0: Please, a daiquiri. A <laughs> is a refined pop off fruit.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: A Manhattan is made with uh, vermouth,
2: Just you, know everyone knows.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but genuinely,
1: I was not trying to be rude. Just the way that she described herself and the way that you described their fashions made it sound like they hadn't really, like... Been out in the rough and tumble
0: pirate life, so I was confused. Okay, make a make a history check then. Okay, cool, interesting.
2: The way that I read the situation was, it just meant that they hadn't like gone on the journey for the keys yet, like they hadn't left for that expedition yet, which they were in bad shape because they had been at sea searching for so long.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Also, her name is Fun Mandy Potash. Of course, she says she's rootin' tootin' and whatnot.
0: I got a 13 total. Okay, 13 total. So here's the thing I think of maybe what you're touching on. Remember your best friend, the avocado? Mm-hmm. The wrinkly avocado? So we left to die. Whose, and the <laughs> wife you stole? So you ruined their life multiple times. Well, can
1: you steal someone's wife if they're, like, dead, smashed up against a wall in a captain's No, before them? this, like 30 Is
0: years earlier. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so in the fact that there's legend, I think, and the way that this unofficial history, I guess can be written down or like both with orally and just with various letters and papers. There is a idea which may or may not be true that earlier pirate crews in the beginning of the rising tide, they came from the main countries and they could bring stuff with them and there was more stuff to go around mm. both with the things that they brought from the countries and also because these islands were revealed and had stuff on them cool. there's a recent, more of a recent idea as well of establishing these island, much like the hold, these bases because it turns out the cascade being dried up uh, it seems like it's going to happen a little bit longer than a few years and then it became a way of life out there in the Great Salt Sea Also, yes, Fun Mandy Potash is one of the most, uh, part of the most feared and legendary pirate crew of all time. Okay, so they're legit
1: pirates, and there was just lots more resources back then, so they were able to... Like
3: colonists in the Northeast versus, like, Wyoming is the vibe I'm getting. Yes, yes. By the time you get to Utah, shit's bad. Yes. (laughs) You're dusty.
0: Yeah, they were still bringing stuff over from Europe, and they still had stuff to bring. Uh, as opposed to like, oh, I've been in Jamestown for five years and everyone's dead but me. I'm sure nothing bad's going to happen. It's probably fine. <laughs> it's probably fine. So I don't know if I learned what we wanted to learn.
3: You <laughs> oh? had a good time. <laughs> um,
1: my, Do
2: you want one of us to try? <laughs>
1: my colleagues and uh, fellow players here. I didn't, I did not meet Eric. I just want the record to show I was not trying to get stabbed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's fine that I did. But I wanted the thing, I, record to show, is not trying to be chaotic.
3: <laughs> you did find out that if you die in a book, you don't die in real life. And that is genuinely good to know. That's, That's a good, good point. Good to you found
0: us. out a bunch of interesting parameters about, yeah. the, about learning that, that, that notes don't talk to each other. And if you die in the book, you don't die in real life.
3: And but, yes. we learned that they set sail from the hold and didn't have any keys and didn't go on this long journey before it so i think the other thing that i
0: would say is like as this established like going to land even if it was one of these uninhabited islands was certainly a chance to restock and have more stuff so yes they were about i think the assumption that they were about to go out on a journey on a longer journey which is why they all looked nice would also be something i can give you with the thirteen. cool Thank you. All right. Wonderful. Okay. Uh, The next day comes. The sun goals are are squawking. Y'all want to set sail for the bullseye games?
2: Yeah. I just want to talk to Arello and give him our last amber to get him to research the divine labyrinth for us.
0: You you find Arello doing Tai Chi on the beach. Is Uh, his
2: butt exposed again, Eric, here?
0: His butt is very exposed and he's doing the Tai Chi towards the big monster in the reef. Like, I'm I'm sending my energy towards, uh, just like they can feel my feelings.
1: Now, when you say his butt is exposed, do you mean his barrel or his butt? Uh, I mean his
0: butt. Yeah. I think he's just wearing, like, a really small towel (laughs) wrapped around his waist so you can see his butt.
2: Eric, I have a hex that's called peacebound, which is usually used to lock weapons to their owners. Can I do that but for his butt?
0: Sure. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so now it's just like there's there's like a steam blocking the butt. Yeah, <laughs> just that,
2: sometimes that's how I feel like I have like the only way that we can interact is if I do that.
0: That's fine. It's registered as a of a. It's registered as a deadly weapon.
2: With whom?
0: The government.
2: Which one?
0: All of them.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, that just simply is not true. Anyway. I am going to, once again, I don't know why we keep paying you for things, but, uh, I am going to give you one amber. This is for information. Do you understand what I'm saying?
0: Of course I understand what you're saying. Well, I wouldn't be much of a merchant slash bon vivant if I didn't wasn't able to exchange currency for secrets.
2: I didn't know that you knew a little bit of the French craggish.
0: Oh, yes. I've been, to the, I've been to the Separatist State, of course.
2: Ah, yes, yes. Okay. Well, we would like information, maybe you should write this down, about the Divine Labyrinth.
1: You're not writing. Why are you not writing? Please
2: write it down. I see you still doing Tai Chi.
0: <laughs> I got it all up here, babe.
2: That doesn't make me feel... Any better.
0: <laughs> Divine Labyrinth, I got it. Wherever I hear it.
2: Okay, I still don't think this is worth an amber, but mm,
0: alright. Maybe if you if you write it down on a note and give it to me, that's fine, but I got it I got it here. Uh, secrets for sure. Uh, okay. I've heard to tell of the Divine Labyrinth. I know a few people I can already go to, for sure. Uh,
2: like like whom? And what have you heard?
0: Oh, I need to confirm with my sources. I'll be- I
2: paid you already.
0: Where are you going? I don't know what I know. I need to confirm. It's a secret. It's hearsay. It's, it's
2: um- (laughs) Is it a secret or is it hearsay? Those are two different things. It's all
0: of them. Give me- Mm. uh, Where are you going? I'll meet you. You're going to the Bullseye Games? I'll be there.
2: Okay. I don't know. I don't like that you know where we're going. Don't tell Arello. Look at me in the eyes. Okay. Camille leans really, really close in. Do not tell anyone that we're going to the bullseye games, especially Arello, eyes, eyes forward. What? Oh, hi, guess. Especially Lucky Edie. Don't say it.
0: You smell like, you smell like the morning.
2: Yes, I do.
1: <laughs> and then Cammie gives him a little kiss on the nose. <laughs>
3: An incredible power move.
0: Let me roll.
2: Do you want me to
3: roll intimidation? I'll do it. Yeah, roll intimidation.
0: I want you to know that Arello has a plus four to charisma.
2: (laughs) Okay. I have a plus three. I'm just letting you know. Bring it the fuck on. (laughs) Okay.
3: Bring it on. Come on.
2: Bring it on. Come on. Ooh. Okay. 18. So that's going to be a 21. Mm, Okay.
0: I won't tell anyone.
2: Insight check.
0: Can I, give you a kiss, can I give you a kiss on the nose?
2: No. Okay. I'm just going to make sure that he's actually not going to tell anyone. I'm doing That's fine. Check. That is another 21. 15 plus six. Jesus.
0: Ooh. Okay, what if I told one person? No. <laughs> oh,
2: Fine. I Literally no one. Uh, fine. Or we will no. never use your services again. And I will blackball you across the whole. No, that's the worst kind of ball. Yes.
0: Just so you know, I rolled a twenty. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so I was wow. gonna tell one person. Fuck <laughs> <Thank> you, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Okay, fine. I won't.
2: Okay. Fine. Okay.
0: Do you have a plus
1: six to insight?
3: Yeah, I have a plus six to insight. Jesus Christ. Yeah, bro. I built. Oh. I built Cami to play, bro. <laughs> In the meantime, it looks at character sheet. Troy has never done an intimidation check in his life. <laughs> <laughs> no, he has. No,
2: I have. I have. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. All right. You you all are about to set sail. We've got Havana now. We've got Syl now. Actually, oh, no.
0: where is Havana? Havana's not on the ship.
2: Where is Havana? H- Havana? Havana?
3: Troy uh, wakes up, does all of his morning ablutions, morning checks around the ship. Havana, bruh. Dr. Tropicana, you ready?
0: Havana is not on the ship.
3: I'm going to go to his quote-unquote office, I guess. Behind <laughs> <right>. the puppets.
2: <laughs> is that where we put him?
0: But that's where you set it up. Yeah, he's... Incredible, he's, uh, yeah. The, the doctor is in shack you set up for him.
2: With the bubbly seaweed bead curtain. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: for sure.
0: Yeah, y'all, y'all go back over there? Yeah. I think Umby is still in the process of
1: uh, his morning routine. You know, it takes a good amount of time for someone that old and
0: wrinkly to apply all the salves and Mm -hmm. ointments, you know. And you got to clean the the drink that was spilled all over your smoking jacket. Mm -hmm, You have to dry clean, which takes a really long time, even Mm -hmm. alchemically, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which I'm convinced also is what dry cleaning is in the first place. It's just alchemy, folks. Yeah, it is. It's it's turning spills into not spills. Yeah, amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you two head over to uh, Havana's bunk and the doctor's uh, shack. And you don't find him out there, but you hear, oh, hey, I'm over here. And you see Havana is wearing like like, a long flowing robe. It's like stained. It used to be white. Now it's firmly not. It's beige and brownish in different places. Uh He has a straw hat on and Uh he's currently like hoeing a plot of land. Fuck yes!
3: Havana, what kind of what kind of doctoring is this? it's all kind, I, Hey, it's all kinds of doctoring.
0: You know, it's like what when we do here in the soil and on the ground is also what we do to the green folk. Tell us, green, the green on the ground and the green of the green folk are related. Both when we're talking about uh, where we end up after we die and also where we end up when we live.
3: Troy makes eye contact with Cammy. What happened?
0: It's all here, and you see uh, he's holding up an incredibly old, moldy and beat up religious text from the path of cultivation. Cammy, this is an, uh like a, a really a very, very old primer religious school textbook almost mm-hmm. uh, for like young kids getting them into this stuff. This also is like. I don't know about editions, maybe 15 editions ago. It's an old one that someone has been carrying around in their pocket because it smell, it's musty. You can smell the seawater from here. Someone spilled some grog on it at some point. There are pages ripped out.
2: Does this predate one that Cammie would have read as a child? Like, it's even older than that. Think about this. You
0: know in a public school when you get, like, a, a history book that still goes only up to George Herbert Walker Bush? Yeah. <laughs> it's like that. Okay. I mean, the older the edition, the more close the
1: translation. So, you know, it's just more accurate, really. Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: the King Jasmine uh, translation.
3: I was going to say it's in the original Aprimaic. Oh, that's a good Ooh. one. Keep the joking. Keep it. <laughs> Back in the pocket we go. Um, uh,
2: Havana, we're, we're about to set sail. And while nothing you've said so far is scary, uh, I'm a little concerned.
0: Cammy, I say this. This is the most clear that I felt ever since that I woke up. Uh, I woke up on the mattress in the middle of the Great Salt Sea. I'm so glad all of you just brought took took me in, and that I was able to learn and find purpose uh, from you putting me on the path.
2: Yeah, yeah. Now, Havana. I mean, we could talk about this on the ship. We don't have to do it right here. Uh, just, re- just remember, Havana. Everything in there. Is- is up to the interpretation of the reader and not literal, okay?
0: I haven't gotten to the point where they talk about metaphor yet, but I'm sure I'll get there.
2: Okay. I I mean, they don't talk about metaphor in there, but I'm just letting you know that a lot of it is metaphor and not, like, actual practice.
0: So there was no Rose Hydra? That wasn't real? Daniel didn't slay the Rose Hydra? No. No.
2: No. Huh. No. I mean maybe. I wasn't there. Yeah, I may mean, I
0: mean, right maybe. Yeah. yeah. But
2: like it is also a metaphor for overcoming adversity and uh, through through faith and
3: love.
1: Huh. King David the seed. Good. <laughs> Good one.
3: Like we love each other as crewmates on the sea whip. Yeah, and anyone who
0: who tries to push us off of our path uh, should be dealt with accordingly. Absolutely.
2: Well, no, no. Um, anyone who tries to tempt us off the path, we try to encourage them to, to see that there are better options for them, but we don't have to uh, murder them.
3: See, this is all just, I gotta say, this is very different from the crags, where it's like, hey, man, do what you want, and if you don't die, I guess it's good. Like, that's really <laughs> just what we what we think, and, like, that our is whole a, thing. That is a great point,
2: Troy. That's it. Okay. Well, you, Troy, you can always borrow my book if you want. Troy, you don't have to.
0: And Havana, like, takes his hand, and it's glowing, and he puts his hand on the book, and the book glows with light, and he tosses it
3: to Troy.
2: Uh-oh,
3: uh-oh, uh-oh. Hear the good word, my man. Troy, like, catches it sort of in his jacket pocket I- and doesn't touch it directly.
0: Mm. Actually, Troy, no, wait, I'll, like, I'll let you borrow it. I want, actually, I need that one.
3: Oh, you want you want this this one specifically back?
0: Yeah, that one was mine. I wrote my name on it.
3: <laughs> Can I roll insight? Yeah. Um, I might
2: have made a mistake.
3: It's just a seven, unfortunately. Yeah, this is still
0: Havana. He's still a doofus, so he wants his book back.
3: I'm gonna do an insight check. Yeah, I guess. I'm looking at Havana's face. Maybe Cammie looks at the actual pamphlet. Sure. Uh, 25.
0: Yeah, this is Havana. He's a doofus. He just wants his book back. Okay. Okay. okay.
2: Okay. Everything's... Try, try. You can give the book back. All man. Here you go.
0: So mechanically here, now Havana has some magical healing powers. I have a stat block for him here that's based on some unearthed arcana of the protection priest that I have from that, you know, the, the same thing I use all the time, that NPC compendium based off of classes and subclasses. Mm -hmm. So I have a stat block for him. He has some magic. He has some healing stuff. He he has a decent AC. Havana's ready to party. Cool.
3: Listen, Havana. But it's like a
0: really boring party where people just, there's snacks, but like people are just talking about like religious texts the entire
3: time. mm -hmm. It's all like vegetable chips.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They're all unleavened bread and non-alcoholic wine. (laughs) Yeah. It's unsalted. Everything's unsalted.
3: (laughs) As long as your path has room enough for us? I support you, man.
0: Yeah. Well, I. We'll see. We'll see when we get re, when we get re- replanted when we come back, guys. For sure. What?
2: I'll explain it later.
3: All right. Let's go. It's okay. I'm ready to take this show on the road. Where are we going? And then Troya leans in close and whispers. Uh, we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna go prove I'm I'm the best shooter in the west and the east and the north and the other parts of the Bialy.
2: All right, great, let's go.
3: Don't tell anyone.
1: When y'all get back to the ship, Umby walks up in his sort of, like, pajama still. Um, He's got a hat on, by the way.
2: Umby, why aren't you dressed yet?
4: Um, It's it's early. I
2: already ran six miles. I got some clothes on
4: the ship, it's fine. Hey, Havana, what the fuck happened to you, bro? Hey, what's the good word, my man? The good word is the path and goodness. All right. Um,
0: well, like, bro hug back slap in Havana that
4: goes and sits on the front of the table. Oh
0: my god,
3: the Cammy of is fully having PTSD. <laughs> yeah, the youth pastor vibes are immaculate. Oh no.
4: Troy, Cammy, uh, I got some, uh, info for you over here on this side of the boat. And Umby's gonna relay all the information he learned overnight.
3: So, you were, like, really mad that, sh- that she looked fancy? No, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I don't
4: understand what I did wrong, to be honest.
2: Umby, I look fancy. Are you insulted by my presence? I know! Do you think I'm I look fancy? I was real confused!
4: <laughs> I'm very old!
2: We can't keep using that as an excuse!
0: <laughs> Sil says, I've only been alive for a few days, so is fanciness rude? I just need to I just need a- I just need to know. I gotta. I'm building. I'm trying to understand how this whole thing works. And Harold says, "Not the way I do it."
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> look, look around. Um,
1: and it's like the Lion King, where he shows everything the light touches to Simba. Where he's like, "Look around," and he gestures to the rest of the holes with everyone's haggard ass clothes with holes yeah. and
4: fucking. <laughs> everyone's wearing one boot. <laughs> I just made the incorrect assumption that all pirates looked this way because we have a rough lifestyle. But clearly back back then that was not the case.
0: I'm only wearing one boot because my other one needs to be laid out because my other one has a
4: crab in it. That's fair. I assumed maybe they were really popular entertainers who were trying to be pir who were doing pirate shows for the masses, you know?
2: Interesting. Interesting. This
4: has such like ancient aliens.
2: But
0: yeah. it. it's, like, it's like some kind of interdimensional star child
4: must have been putting on shows, which is what they were putting in the hieroglyphs. I was not trying to insult or make <laughs> our DM feel like he was making poor
0: decisions. I didn't do anything wrong.
4: <laughs>
3: I'm Absolutely. Fine. I'm fine. Do you think people keep taking my shirts because they don't have enough shirts? Because then it's cool. Because like I can just give some of my shirts away.
2: Yeah. I think that's all part your- of the reason. Troy, give away all your shirts.
3: Do <laughs> I, mean, it. I need one, but like, you guys can have the rest. Give me that charity. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I think that people at the whole would like that, Troy, to be honest.
3: Yeah, all right. That's cool.
2: So we we know Fun Mandy Potash was here, and she was here before they went to try to find the keys. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Huh. Well, I mean, there's only so many places well, that's not true. I I know. Never mind. <laughs> 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 Shut I up, think we, Julia.
4: <gasps> I think we also learned that uh, the uh, Crimson Larcenies crew had some kind of excavator that could dig a fifty fucking foot hole. <laughs> yeah, to sure. put it's a chest called in.
0: fear, Brandon. It's called <laughs> fear.
2: <laughs> well, um, you want to go shoot some bullseyes? Yeah. I mean, Troy, this is gonna be. An amazing experience
3: for you. Thanks. I, I gotta say, I I hope I have not been as annoying about barrels as um, as uh, as Havana is being about this this book. But um, I think this is <laughs> I think this is one that maybe I can skip.
4: No, see, your barrel knowledge is fun and interesting. I don't know what the fuck is going on with Havana. <laughs> maybe it's a face.
3: Yeah, he is youngin. Mhm. Mm-hmm. I went through a lot of
4: phases in my day too.
3: Men's mm-hmm. minds are just so uh, so malleable to like the things that just kind of right. cross in front of them at any given time. So like, he'll we'll put something else in front of him. He'll be okay.
0: Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. Sil says I heard Ben's minds are smaller than women's minds. I'm also only two days old.
3: Sil, you do great, bud. <laughs> Thank you. Y'all do great start. Cool.
0: All right, uh, you want, y'all want to set sail? Yes,
3: what?
4: set sail. I went through a punk rock phase
0: once. <laughs> <laughs> I used to skateboard. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's set sail to Small Key Stadium, everybody. That's
1: north northwest, folks. On this journey, Umby does wasn't there, so doesn't know. But player Brandon desperately wants to know what the fuck is up with Lucky.
2: Can we say yet, Eric? Or you want us to wait? Till yeah, after? if you
3: want, whatever you want.
0: I, as long as you do it in character.
3: Yeah, as we set sail, Troy is gonna make sure he takes a little bit of a circuitous route. He's gonna go a little bit east, maybe go around the back of the hold and then set sail, due north northwest. Mm-hmm. And when Cammy and Umby sort of like give him a questioning look, he's like, Yeah, I don't I don't wanna mess with uh with uh with Edie knowing where we're going, you know? I completely understand. What the fuck?
1: Um Umby sits down in his uh, weapons chair,
2: mm-hmm.
0: his old grandpa weapons chair. I love it. Again, once again, it's the same one from the Millennium Falcon, but then it's, like, an easy, <laughs> lazy boy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I picture
2: it, like, the the fishing chair on the back of the orca in Jaws. Oh, that hell yes. In, where it rotates and stuff like that. Yes, mm-hmm.
0: yes. Yeah, very, very similar, yeah.
4: Kami, can you spin me a yarn about Lucky Edie? I don't, I feel like I don't know the full story.
2: Lucky Edie... Listen, I've never said a bad thing about anyone, because I don't think that that's right, but I'm I, not going to lie.
4: We've gossiped a lot, Gabby. I
2: know, but like no, in nice ways, not in, in mean ways. <laughs> I wasn't doing it in a mean way. Oh, no. Listen, no, you, you're, you fine, you you're fine. You're fine. You're fine.
0: You feel Havana's gaze on the back of your head.
2: Um, Lucky Edie is very nice, but... She does seem a little full of herself, and sometimes that can, you know, rub people the wrong way. And as someone who never wants to say a bad thing to anyone about themselves, um, I try to just disengage. Because it's hard not to say bad things when she's around.
4: Okay, that's very fair. I like it. Troy, do you want to spin me a yard about
3: Lucky (laughs) Edie? Yeah, you know how like um. I would love
4: it if you made it like a metaphorical yarn, where it's like grandiose. She's a good
3: pirate, though.
2: I just want to stress, she is a very good pirate.
4: I also love that this is like Troy
2: driving,
0: yeah. still driving the yeah. boat instead, looking over his shoulder like a dad in a car. Yeah. We are in the
1: fucking open ocean, just like hauling ass. Just ripping you know? it, yeah.
3: Yeah, you know, before I like when I when I had only read the one book and I kept talking about it and part of it is because I was proud of reading the book, but also I was like, how did I make it to 17 question mark years old and only ever read one (laughs) book before. But now that I've read more than one book, it's less important to me to talk about all my books. It's like that where like, she, you know, I think, um, you know, wants people to think of her as, as really smart and good and stuff. And like, whether or not she is, she like really like just, you know, like, is there a word for when you like, you don't, you, it's like, when you're like sli- like a rope is slipping out of your hand, but it's about like your opinion of yourself, you know? Like- like self insecure. In- insecure. Yeah. Yeah. Like a rope! Yeah. Like a rope. Yeah,
2: when a rope is not secure and it's slipping out of
3: the place that it needs to be, it is insecure. Yeah, it's like when you ask Harold to do the mooring line and he says that he knows how to do it and then later your ship is gone.
0: I looked it up later and she was just flirting with you! Come on!
3: Yeah, no, that's that's the main thing. I I think she thinks that I have a crush on her, but I don't really have a crush on anyone.
4: Eric Silver, GM of Joy of the party. do you want to spend a yard about Lucky Edie? No, I don't.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Why? What did you think about Lucky Edie, Umby?
4: Um, I mean, mostly I was not paying attention. I was look. If I'm honest, I was contemplating a new alchemical formula in my mm-hmm. brain and oh, then sure. I got cold and that really throws me off my game.
2: Yeah, yeah, I didn't notice that you suddenly got cold the minute we started talking <laughs> I thought it was about something
3: else.
4: No, I was just cold. Okay. Alright.
3: And, and she, you know, I, I know part of it was flirting now, but also, she did try to get the letter out of my pocket to see where I'm going, and I just I don't want to deal with her just like following us because she kept saying also oh I forgot um what with all the all the touching but um she uh she said that she is like rolling in amber and that the the top left section of the map was like really rich and we should you know like go and figure it out also, and like that is where we're going so I mean if we come across any like huge stashes that we can we can grab great but I was like. Why you say that unless you're not making any money and you just want to say that you are, so that we will kiss.
4: That makes sense. Is that so why is that why we're taking this sort of like different route instead yeah. of like a straight path?
3: Nah, I, I just wanted to make sure she didn't see us leaving right to the right to the top left. Cause then she might think that I was doing what she wanted and then maybe she yeah. will think that like she should follow me because I was doing what she wanted me to do, but wanted her to follow me, and that's not what I want. Got mm-hmm. it, yeah. Well, Thank listen. you all. If we want to throw her off
2: the trail even more, we have an extra day to sail there. So, maybe we can just, you know, do a a lazy river kind of path to
3: Small Key Island. Yeah. Or get there early, get a good spot. Also that.
1: Um Umby sort of, like, you know, turns in his chair back to, like, face the bow of the ship and, like, kind of mumbles to himself and says, like,
4: Man, I do not get these young whippersnappers, uh... Uh, you know, comings and goings and feelings, and I don't get it. They're, I don't get the new generation, no. It's a new generation, they just have a lot of thoughts, you know. The talk, tick, the yeah, that's the talk- where tick,
0: tock. They're all
2: about those clocks. Everyone is
0: where everyone does a dance set to the kid ticking of the clock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Which is really difficult because you never know exactly the pattern it's going to do because it's so janky. Yes. <laughs>
0: yeah, the broken clock and stuff on the whole.
4: I mean, if it were me,
2: I would have just cut off her hand and then stolen her
4: amber. But, you know, whatever the youth want to do, I guess.
0: All right. Well, folks, you're sailing up towards Small Key Island. You're taking a circuitous route. You spy it on the horizon as you're getting closer. And truly, it's like just a, a stadium made out of driftwood and sea glass and, and, and smooth stone just comes out of the water.
2: Beautiful, just how I remembered. Stunning!
0: As you see it, you still um, half a day's sail away, so you could definitely speed there uh, if you want to make up time, but also I want everyone to make a perception check for me. That, Umby is good at.
2: Love to perceive. Don't roll well, though, on perceiving. Seven. Seven again!
0: I got
1: a 17 plus three for non nat 20. There you go. Yes. Oh, thank That's God. Good
2: perceiving. Cool. Cammy is once again looking for stars while it is brought daylight out. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, Troy.
0: laughs> Cammie's looking for stars. Troy is trying to make extra time. Making- Tro-
3: Troy keeps touching his own arm like a fake punch to be like, is that, is that good? Is that, I don't like it. Like, what was she trying is to do? Cute? Is that that I don't, it's just, it's not the same. <laughs>
0: I'll be be, you're looking for things to shoot, sea monsters to shoot out there. When you spy a shipwreck over to the right?
4: (gasps) Shipwreck! Ho!
0: You got a non-natural twenty, my man. Yes. Uh, You spy it first before everyone else. It's there seems to be just it's one ship, uh, medium to small size, fully scuttled and broken in half. Like there's barely any ship left. It's just a lot of like bobbing wood and cloth in the water. But you, what you do see is the sail, the, man, the main sail uh, is still kind of bobbing out of the water and you see the unmistakable V and sprout of the craggish flag.
2: Ooh, okay. And Umbi
0: sees it before everyone else, so Umby gets to decide what to do.
2: It looks like it's a new shipwreck, Eric. It is a new
0: shipwreck, correct.
2: Mm, so that can tell us who's leading in the crags right now.
1: Mm, that's a good point. Yeah, uh, he's gonna hop out of his chair and you
2: know, shipwreck ho! Cami goes, <gasps> Nani, your time has come.
3: Pulls her out of the teapot and kisses her, and then just throws her again towards the shipwreck. <laughs> yeah, Troy uh, whips the wheel over, gets the boat pointed toward the wreck, and uh, when he catches sight of the flag, his face gets a little bit pale.
0: Troy, you also recognize that this is the this is the flag of the current king, Hyperion the Haggard of the House of Breakstone. Every house in the crags has their own flag that's based on the craggish flag. So the Breakstone flag, the sprout comes out of a stone, of like a big boulder in the bottom of the V. Also, instead of the white of the V and the in the sprout, it is a bold yellow.
3: Oh man, I guess Hyperion's still in power. Was that, Troy, was that who was your is boss the right word? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like the okay. like the family that what's up there? Yeah, no, he he was pretty new, but uh, you know they don't always last a long time. So I'm I'm impressed. Nice.
4: Well, do you think he's got some good shit on that ship? Should we
2: take it? Nani's already scoping it out. Mm-hmm. Do we see any signs that like there are? I mean, I can also use Nani to see whether or not there are survivors. Yeah,
0: let's do that. Um, not <laughs> using Nani bobbing out of the water and go. It seems like Nani's perched on someone's face who is, <laughs> who is grabbed onto some driftwood uh, from this fully scuttled boat.
2: A survivor. That's unexpected.
4: Let's bring him in. <laughs> Troy, throw him a barrel to grab onto.
3: Oh, hell yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, as you, you know,
4: do you want to throw a barrel
2: in
3: there? Yeah. So that
2: they float no, better? I'm sure we have a life preserver or something yeah, like that. Yeah, we have that. a half
3: barrel that uh, we tie to a rope. Oh, for
0: sure. You mm-hmm. throw the barrel, Very not true. even uh, like swims this green folk over <laughs> and kind of like- We tow the rope up, you, yeah. You tow them onto the ship. Umbi and Cami, uh, this is a, a young fellow, flora folk, big red petals, tulip man, and Troy, you recognize the unmistakable mug as your one of your best friends in the world. It's three lips. Three lips. <laughs> you just vomit seawater All over the Get ship Get it all Blur, out Blur, sweetie Blur.
2: Get it all out
0: I'll sing
1: you a song That all green folk
0: Umby, you think Edie is a young whippersnapper? I don't know. Who cares? Whatever. I'm thinking of a new bomb. Maybe it's like a really cold.
1: <laughs> the, now to be clear, is the bomb really be, maybe really cold, or am I maybe really cold? It's like it.
0: It's maybe it's ice. It's. I thought of like an ice bomb.
1: <laughs> oh, see, I misread what you wrote, then that, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> no, I was
0: thinking like an ice bomb. I-
1: he got chilly. That's. Aww. I mean, it's still
0: funny. It's still very funny. Okay. Incredible.